Hello, everyone. This is Pastor Lawrence Taylor speaking. I'm pastor of the Kenilworth Baptist Church, and this is Reflection on the Scripture. So I thank you for joining with us today. I want to share some thoughts with you. Today is known in American history as Bloody Sunday. That's with reference to something that happened 58 years ago. In Selma, Alabama, there was a march and that was over the Edmund Pettus Bridge. The march is characterized by just about everyone on television today as a march for voting rights. Let me just give you some background on what actually happened. A civil rights worker was placed under arrest. And so a number of Blacks went to the courthouse where the civil rights worker was being held. And they were protesting. State troopers came and they fired their guns. And one of the protesters, a man by the name of Jimmy Lee Jackson, was murdered. Well, he was shot and he was taken to the hospital and died a few days later, uh, about eight days later, from an infection as a result of the gunshot. And so, a number of civil rights organizations, including SNCC, that's the uh, Student Nonviolent Action Coordinating um, a Committee, they all got together, organized a demonstration demanding that the governor of the state of Alabama, George Washington, a devout racist, that, uh, that George Wallace uh, do something about, yeah, George Wallace, a devout racist, do something about uh, this, that he take action against the state troopers uh, for this violence and the uh, killing of Jimmy Lee Jackson. So what happened was that um, the, as the uh, people were marching, student groups, because remember SNCC was uh, a student organization, but there were other civil rights organizations there too. As they were attempting to march and Selma across that bridge, they were met. Now, all six, there was about 600 people protesting. They were met by state troopers. State troopers gave them a warning, told them this was an illegal gathering, even though it wasn't, and they were exercising their constitutional rights. And so they came together and they marched, and the state troopers told them, do not march across the bridge. And what happened was that the um, state troopers uh, again unleashed a uh, unleashed violence against 
these all 600 protesters, not just men, but women and children. They beat them. And, and by the way, this was shown all over the world uh, without any mercy at all. Uh, the late John Lewis, a congressman from Georgia. Well, he was a, a student and he was a, a young man. He was mercilessly beaten by a state trooper and they crushed his skull. Uh, this was George Wallace's response to the request by uh, this leadership, the Black leadership and uh, the civil rights movement uh, for him to deal with the state troopers. Instead of dealing with them, he unleashed the state troopers to perpetuate greater violence against these protesters. Well, this became known as Bloody Sunday. Now, there were those who were quite upset because there was one person who was missing, who did not march across that bridge with them. And that was Dr. Martin Luther King. He was conspicuously absent. Well, you should know that there were two other marches across the Edmund Pettus Bridge later on. Uh, the second one, King was present because he got a lot of criticism for not being present at that first one. And so, so King marched, but state troopers came back again. King or no King, they didn't care. Tell them this is illegal. And what happened was that King and the leaders of SCLC, Southern Christian Leadership Conference, decided to abort the march. Now, when that happened, he got more criticism, King did. He said, how could you do something like that? Um, but uh, King didn't want the same thing to happen that happened to the group the first time. And then, of course, there was a third march. That one they walked across. So really, the issue of voting rights, although it was tied up uh, in the Bloody Sunday March of 1965, uh, was not the initial issue. It was police brutality, once again. Uh, sure, it was tied up with voting rights, but they were marching across because they were demanding that the governor of the state of Alabama George Wallace, a man who made a commitment that he was going to keep the races segregated, and his own words, segregation today, segregation yesterday, segregation today, and segregation forever. Well, um, by the way, it should be noted that the Southern uh, leadership, and, and especially leadership in Alabama, they were thoroughly embarrassed because the beating of these protesters was shown all over the world. Even some of the Southern segregationists denounced George Wallace. 
and said, Wallace, this is not good. Then we had um, this Cold War that was going on, the United States and then the Soviet Union. Well, this was blasted all over the press in the Soviet Union. In fact, one headline in the Soviet paper read, this is how America treats its citizens. This was an embarrassment to the, in, in the, to the United States. Uh, and so what happened as a result, we got the 1965 Voting Rights Act. Now it didn't just appear. 1965 Voting Rights Act uh, was um, on, on the heels of the 1964 Civil Rights Act. Lyndon Johnson was the president of the United States. Lyndon Johnson, uh, who signed the 1964 Civil Rights Act, was reluctant to sign the 1965 Voting Rights Act. In fact, Johnson even said to some civil rights leaders, listen, you just got the 1964 Civil Rights Act, give these white people some time to breathe. Well, with the whole mess that took place over the Edmund Pettus Bridge and how this was shown all over the world, that really helped force his hand. And so we got the signing of the 1965 Voting Rights Act. Let's keep something in mind. <clears throat> Before the signing of the 1965 Voting Rights Act, it was basically illegal for Blacks to vote in 11 states in this union, the old Confederacy. They used all kinds of tactics to prevent Blacks from voting. They used the poll tax. They used literacy tests. And of course, in the long run, they use intimidation and violence. That's what happened in Mississippi with the killing of three civil rights workers in 1964, uh, Goodman, Squirna, and Cheney, because they were attempting to register Blacks to vote. So the 1965 Voting Rights Act reversed that for the very first time. Now, in the history of this country, as late as 1965, black women were also given the right to vote. Yeah, if you go back to 1870, you had uh, the 15th Amendment to the Constitution that gave black men the right to vote. That was soon reversed or taken away, uh, but black women were never given that right. It wasn't until 1965. So I understand the whole reason to celebrate, but really Bloody Sunday was not a Sunday to celebrate. It was a Sunday to mourn because Blacks were beaten without mercy, just exercising their basic constitutional rights. I want to share a passage with you. 
in the book of Galatians. In the book of Galatians, it says in verses 26 to 29, but you are all sons of God through faith in Christ Jesus. For all of you who were baptized into Christ have clothed yourselves with Christ. There is neither Jew nor Greek. There is neither slave nor free man. There is neither male nor female, for you are all one in Christ Jesus. And if you belong to Christ, then you are Abraham's descendants, as according to the promise. Now, of course, when we look at this portion of scripture, uh, we're just looking at part of an argument that the Apostle Paul laid out at the very beginning of this chapter. And his point is that under the gospel, unlike the Old Testament economy, when they were under the Old Testament, uh, under the law, under the Torah, he says, under this, there is no distinction, no more national boundaries, no more language boundaries, no racial boundaries. That has all been perfectly removed in Christ. That's why he says in verse 26, for you are all sons of God through faith in Christ Jesus. No matter who you are, if you accept Christ as savior, he says, and you are a child of God. And you know, the fact is that if we recognize that, then that could help to eliminate some of the barriers that we have today. Many of those people who were involved in that massacre that took place in 1965, a bloody Sunday, they claimed to be Christians. But obviously, they didn't understand the Bible because the ones that they were beating were their own brothers and sisters in Christ. So we ought to remember that God says that you Christians are different than the rest of the world. You have been made one in Christ. So thank you for listening. I hope you've been blessed. And I'll see you the next time. Hallelujah.